This is Take a Cue, episode 14, now in video on Spotify and YouTube. Welcome to Take a Cue. I'm Eric Dunno, 8th grade band and jazz band director. And I'm Jen Wise, 4th and 5th grade instrumental music teacher. We're two veteran educators with over 35 years of experience teaching music in New Jersey public schools between the two of us, and we're excited to bring teaching experiences and insights to you. So excited. Whether you're just starting out in your teaching career or you've been teaching longer than we have, this show will help you grow with new ideas and perspectives about music education and teaching. We hope you'll be just as inspired as we are every time you listen. Before we begin, if you enjoy our podcast, please help us out by doing a few super easy things. First, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Definitely easy. Then make sure you rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps people find our show who haven't yet, and we really appreciate it. If you find that you get a lot out of our episodes, we'd be grateful if you considered becoming a monthly supporter to help us grow the podcast. You can sign up to make a secure monthly payment using the link in our show notes or on our Anchor site, anchor.fm slash take a cue. That's all one word. Also, if you have questions or comments about anything you hear on the episode, come and interact with us on social media or take a cue podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hi, Eric. Hi, Jen. Good to see you. It's good to see you too. Thank you. I just um, got finished listening to our last episode, episode 13. Yes, Freestyle about Friday. All the cool stuff that happened in our last month. How's yeah. everything with you? It's 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 good. Uh, I had that observation we were talking about uh, last month with hmm. How'd that uh, go? Uh, you know, it went it went pretty well. I think I haven't had my post observation yet, so I don't officially know what went wrong. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, it was a, it was a fourth grade trumpet lesson and they came and they played and they were enthusiastic. And, um, we, we all, uh, we, the lesson was about, uh, performance today. We are learning to be performers. So, uh, we, we put like all the, you know, finishing touches, cherry on top kind of elements into our, into our performance. Um, and, uh, by the time this airs, my winter concert will be out there. Um, but, uh, but that was the, um, you know, that was kind of the goal of that, that lesson was to bat, learn how to bow, learn how to, you know, bring our instruments up together and down and start and stop together and count each other off and all those things all in one, um, one crazy lesson. So, uh, it, it, I think it went well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congrats. Thanks. Thank you. Congrats. Yeah. yeah up in uh, the eighth grade band land, we've, we did some sight reading this week on some new okay. tunes. Oh, good. Um, Brendan's student teacher came in and is going to be conducting one of our pieces. Oh, nice. He wasn't sure he wanted to do it, but we told mm -hmm. him he should do it anyway. Will we, he Even be with he you? Because he doesn't know the kids. Yeah, right. Will he be with you all the way to the concert? Or, um, he will. Nice. Very nice. So he'll be nice. conducting a piece with Brendan's band and he's <laughs> doing lessons with Brendan's kids. Okay. He is going to be conducting one of Brendan's jazz band charts and he'll be conducting one of the pieces uh, from my band, the Britain Chambers March of the Freedom Fighters. We like that So I was one. thinking it would kind of be cool to have maybe an episode in the future about how do you start a new tune? 
Like, what do you do in your rehearsal? I'd like to find oh. out how you start new music. Yeah, and, totally. Uh, you know, we could discuss. I'm interested. Yeah. I, yeah, that would be, that'd be a good one. His student teacher and I had a nice discussion um, after he stepped in front of the band for the first time about like, what, you know, how do you start, how do you start pieces that you've never played before? Well, you know, how do, how do I do it? How do you do it? All that stuff. It was pretty good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to hear a couple, couple different perspectives on that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. for another show. That's for another show. Cause tonight we're here to talk about the upcoming NJMEA conference. It's a great time. It is so cool. Um, and it has migrated from central Jersey. Yes, I am a central Jersey believer. All of you out there, I, you know, yeah, come at me on social media. I'm happy to hear your opinions, but, uh, it, it was, um, in, uh, at, at the, the Hilton before, and now it's down in Atlantic city. So, um, yep, we're all, we're all traveling down there this month for, for the state conference and, um, and yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a good one. So this month we asked um, some other New Jersey educators that are presenting at the conference to just tell us a little bit about their session so you know more before you uh, you come down to the conference. And uh, yeah, you can just hear a little bit about what they're going to be talking about and and hopefully that'll entice you to to visit their, their sessions Um uh, at the the conference, of course, there's many more <laughs> out there. So um, definitely, definitely chime in on on social media if uh, if we didn't get to you, we didn't get to include you on t- today's episode. Um, but because uh, we we know you know we know you're all out there and you all do wonderful things. But um, yeah, I I think I think even if you're not a New Jersey educator, uh, it's there are some really neat topics. Uh, uh, covered here today. So I think, uh, I think you'll still get plenty out of hearing from our, our, uh, our local friends, um, uh, you know, even if you're not going to be able to attend the conference. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love watching some of these previews and seeing that some of the really neat things that our colleagues are doing. And, um, I, I don't know if we, did we, um, have a Northern Jersey bias here in, uh, in who we reached out to. I don't know. Maybe we did. Maybe, maybe we did, but you know, we have, we have, a few, <laughs> That's okay. you know, university people too. university people, I feel like are a yes. little more universal. So, um, so yeah, sure. I, I think, you know, I, 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 I do think there, we found some, some good people. So, um, you know, all right. So Jen, who are we going to hear from first tonight? Uh, tonight we're going to hear first from, um, uh, guys, I have my, my tempo issue here cause I wanted to make sure I got everybody's, <laughs> um, everybody's session name, right? So, uh, today we're going to hear, um, uh, from a, a longtime friend and ac- actually a high school classmate of mine, um, Krista Mercik, um, she's presenting two sessions at the conference this year. The first, uh, is called a special education primer, everything you should have learned in undergrad. And the second is called sensory safety for students, predictable routines in instrumental music. So let's hear from Krista about her sessions. Hi, my name is Krista Marsic, and I'm a music educator in the Passaic Public Schools in Passaic, New Jersey. I teach fourth and fifth grade general music, seventh and eighth grade modern band fusion, fourth through sixth grade band and fourth through sixth grade chorus. 
I'm happy to be presenting two sessions at the NJMEA State Conference. The first session is on Friday, February 24th at 8 in the morning, so feel free to bring your coffee. I know I will. The session's entitled, A Special Education Primer for the Music Educator, Everything You Should Have Learned in Undergrad. Please don't let the title fool you. This session is open to anyone, collegiate, recent grads, teachers who have been in service for many years. We're going to be addressing lots of topics, including how disability is not a dirty word. We'll be discussing person first and identity first language and how that affects your classroom, special education laws that you need to know, how students become eligible for special education services, and where you can find the modifications that you always keep hearing about from other teachers. We'll also discuss how, if a student is eligible for special education services, what educational disabilities they might have. That being said, we'll also discuss how those educational disabilities might present. Now that would be a generalization because as we know, all of our students are different, though there will be some commonalities in how these educational disabilities present. The meat and potatoes of the presentation is how can you adapt your curriculum and instruction? So we'll be going over adaptations, modifications, and accommodations, oh my. This is where we're gonna share tips, tricks, and all of the things that work and don't work for our students. We'll also discuss what is differentiated instruction and don't panic, you're probably already doing it. And if we have time, we'll also get into how to work with gifted and twice exceptional students, and we'll have some time for question and discussion at the end. My second session is entitled Sensory Safety for Students predictable routines in instrumental music. And that session is on Saturday, February 25th at nine in the morning. Bring your coffee to that one as well. I'll be discussing what is meant by the term sensory safety and discussing what are some sensory challenges that students might have. Might be physical, tactile, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, or a combination of those. We'll discuss why predictable routines are important in the instrumental music classroom. And then we'll discuss how music educators can create predictable routines in the instrumental music classroom. Now I keep saying instrumental, but I've had choral teachers tell me they found this content valuable as well. So choral educators, please feel free to come as well. We'll discuss how you can plan your physical space with sensory comfort in mind, whether you're in a classroom or traveling or just carrying a bag from space to space. We'll also discuss creating a structured learning environment, implementing a system of peer buddies, and adapting your instruction into manageable pieces. Now, these are all hallmarks of good teaching. We're just gonna talk about how you can level it up to the next stage for your students. We'll also discuss executive dysfunction, task analysis, guided practice, and discuss personal experiences with creating predictable routines in instrumental music. I have a couple of examples that I'm gonna share with you and feel free to bring your own examples as well. And we'll be happy to brainstorm with you about how things can better serve your students. If you have any questions or you'd like to discuss things further, my email address is k-m-i-r-s-i-k at berkeley.edu and I'd love to hear from you soon. Can't wait to see you in February and enjoy the conference.
All right. For our next uh, preview that we're going to have, we're going to hear from Dr. Brian Timmons and Danielle Wheeler. And the session that they're presenting is entitled From Practicum to Podium, Mentoring the Novice Conductor. Let's take a listen. Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Timmons. And I'm Danielle Wheeler. We're both band directors at Bergen Hill High School. Thank you to Eric and Jen for inviting us to speak with you today regarding our upcoming session at NJMEA on Thursday, February 23rd at 2.15 p.m. The title of our session is From Practicum to Podium, Mentoring the Novice Conductor. Between the spring of 2021 and this past spring semester, we consecutively hosted three pre-service teachers during one of the most challenging times in the history of music education. Through those experiences, we've compiled some successful mentoring practices for the clinical educator and pre-service teacher to use to develop podium-based ensemble leadership skills during the student teaching semester. Over the past two years, I completed a mixed methods research study on conductor preparation and mentoring where I investigated what podium-based ensemble leadership skills were most and least prepared during undergraduate coursework. I also interviewed experienced clinical educators to determine best practices used during the student teaching semester. During our clinic session, we will explore the results of this research and how this affects the process of mentoring and conductor skill development. Whether you're interested in hosting a pre-service teacher in the future, or already have experience as a cooperating teacher, we hope you'll find some valuable information in our clinic. We especially invite current pre-service teachers in attendance at the conference, ideally along with their clinical educator partner to attend our session. One unique aspect of this clinic will be using the Bergenfield High School Honors Wind Ensemble as the demonstration ensemble, and clinic attendees will have time on the podium. Using a variety of literature, including some Bach chorales and Hugh Stewart's Three Airs from Gloucester, Novice conductors will have a chance to conduct the ensemble while developing some practical podium leadership skills. At the same time, clinical educators will discover some effective ways to coach the novice conductor while maintaining a positive and supportive classroom environment. Even the ensemble members will be actively involved in the process, providing supportive and valuable feedback. If you are currently hosting a pre-service educator, or if you're currently completing your student teaching and would like to be an active participant in the session, please email me at btimmons at bergenfield.org. In addition to our clinic, please consider attending our concert during the concert hour on Thursday between 1.30 and 2 p.m. in the same room. We will be playing works by Arturo Marquez, Catherine Lacuda, and John Philip Souza. So, Bring your batons and join us at the NJMEA State Conference in Atlantic City on Thursday, February 23rd from 2.15 p.m. to 3.15 p.m. Next, we're going to hear from Tom McCauley. Uh, his presentation at the conference is going to be called The Continuous Process of Becoming, Techniques and Suggestions for More Effective, Productive, and Musical Rehearsals. Let's hear from Tom. Hi, everyone. I'm Tom McCauley from the John J. Cowley School of Music at Montclair State University, and I've been honored to have been asked to do a presentation for the 2023 NJMEA conference coming up in February in Atlantic City. Um, I hope you all can join us there. The title of my session is called The Continuous Process of Becoming, and really it's, it's um, uh, basically about uh, suggestions and techniques for more productive and musical rehearsals. We're going to talk about the fact that what we do 
uh, is mostly about the process. And it is process-driven, not necessarily product-driven. And the good news is that when one takes care of the process, imagines the process, and is consistent about the process and applies it in a very loving and careful way, the product almost always takes care of itself. We'll be dealing with that end in terms of your professional um, work with your ensembles on a daily basis. And hopefully we're also going to spend some time dealing with the idea of your own personal professional development and growth and how that is, of course, important. Um, and also how sometimes that can be a little bit painful and how that can be a little bit um, challenging uh, and daunting um, in terms of sort of approaching it in the first place. And so I hope that you will find time to join us. I believe the session takes place on Thursday of that week. And that's the 23rd of February. It happens early in the morning at 9.15 a.m. And so I know that's early in the, um, uh, in the conference, but I hope that you can find some time to be with us. Again, the continuous process of becoming. Um, thanks a lot, and um, I hope to see you at NJMEA. Next up, we have Meredith Boyan. Her session is called, I Am Not Your Clock. She's going to be talking about expressive conducting for teachers. I know I need this one. Let's hear from I just me. need a clock in uh, my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Hello, my name is Meredith Boyan. Thank you to Jen Wise and Eric Dunna for inviting me on their podcast to share a preview of my session for this year's NJMEA conference. Entitled, I'm Not Your Clock, this session is intended for middle school and high school band directors, but is also broad enough to apply to orchestral directors as well. The primary intention of my presentation is to encourage you to think creatively and musically about what you show on the podium. Too often, I feel we teachers default to what I call, lovingly, traffic cop conducting. We show the time signature patterns, we show the entrances, we show the dynamics. But by doing just that, we are missing what all of us really want to hear. What is the character or mood of the music? How does each note inform the musical phrase? We can't expect our students to play expressively if we don't move expressively. If you know what you want the music to sound like, you should try to move in a way that elicits the sound you want. That being said, sometimes you also have to teach the students what they're looking at. During this session, I will share ideas on how we can elevate our gestures in a way that our students can understand. I have some practical examples that I filmed with my own students that will demonstrate how to sensitize them to your gestures and what types of exercises you can use to practice your own musical creativity. Whether you're a veteran teacher or just starting your career, I think everyone can benefit from giving their conducting skills some attention. I know I am more invigorated and inspired when I hear my students play something really musically. If we as the conductors can be the catalyst for those moments, it is a much more rewarding experience for everyone. I look forward to seeing you at the convention and hope you choose to join me for this session. It is scheduled for Saturday, February 25th at 9 a.m. Bring your coffee and learn how to incorporate more expressive conducting in your ensemble rehearsals. For our next preview, we're going to bring on Harry Searing, and he's going to talk about his presentation called Bassoon Masterclass for Young Players. I don't know about you, Jen. I'm an old player, and I could probably stand to uh, go yeah. to it also. Yeah, I could use some bassoon help. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'm Harry Searing, bassoon professor for the Cali School of Music at Montclair State University. I also teach at the Manhattan School of Music pre-college division. So I work with a wide range of young bassoonists. I'm a freelancer in the New York, New Jersey area and have played bassoon, contrabassoon, and hecophone with every major classical music organization in the area, such as the New York Philharmonic, Metropolitan Opera, New York City Ballet, New York City Opera, many Broadway shows and freelance orchestras, etc. I've also been teaching bassoon for a rather long time, and I quite enjoy it. Teaching the bassoon is not only about dealing with the difficulties of the instrument, but it also involves teaching carpentry. Yes, when you start on the bassoon, they don't tell you about how, if you're serious, you'll have to learn how to make these things. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? I've done sessions before at NJMEA. Uh, this one will be my fifth, I believe. My first one was aimed at band and orchestra directors looking to add bassoonists to their ensembles, covering hopefully all aspects of what they need to consider when starting a student on the bassoon. Reeds, instruments, new clefts, how to hold the instrument, breathing, crazy fingerings, method books, repertoire, equipment, you name it. I've done that session several times to receptive audiences. The other session I've presented was much more specialized. It was designed to help the band director with adjusting store-bought student bassoon reeds. They don't always play right out of the box. If you've ever tried it, you'll know. I showed how to make students instantly play and sound better. This session was presented before a rather small but discerning group, shall we say, that probably already had some experience with what was covered in my other sessions. In 2020, I modified this presentation mainly by changing its name from Adjusting Store-Bought Student Bassoon Reads to Why Do My Bassoons Sound Like Expletive Deleted? Needless to say, the attendance improved greatly. So this year, I wanted to do something different. Instead of gearing the session directly towards teachers, I wanted to work one-on-one -on -one with a young bassoonist or two in front of conference attendees. A masterclass, if you will. Now, the format of a masterclass is nothing new, but is usually reserved for the college or conservatory level. But I see no reason why it couldn't work with young players. We'll address whatever issues come up, and I'm sure most of them will sound familiar, and the student will get a, a free lesson in return. So come see if I'm right on Saturday, February 25th at 10.15 a.m., room will be announced there, I assume. And if you know any young bassoonists who might like to volunteer for this project, have them get in touch with me. Thank you. Hope to see you there.
for some of our teachers who are just graduating college or maybe just coming out into the profession or maybe looking for a, a change of uh, positions, the one that Jonathan Harris has called Passing the Audition Strategies for Applying and Interviewing for Teaching Positions in Music is going to be great. He's the supervisor of music up in Northern Valley, and that one's definitely great to check out for maybe some of our younger listeners. Hi, my name is Jonathan Harris, and I'm the supervisor of Related Arts at Northern Valley Regional High School. I'd like to thank Jen and Eric for inviting me to be part of this preview episode of the NJMEA conference. I will be leading a panel of music supervisors called Passing the Audition, Strategies for Applying and Interviewing for Teaching Positions in Music. The members of this panel and myself are all members of the New Jersey Music Administrators Association. On the panel with me will be Dr. Latasha Castrolo-Lala from Passaic Schools, Mr. Matthew Lorenzetti from the Linden Public Schools, Mr. Alfred Haydinger from the North Plainfield Public Schools, and Ms. Michelle Van Hoven from the Patterson Public Schools. Between the five of us, we've been part of hundreds of interviews for teaching positions um, when we were teachers, but mostly as supervisors. This workshop is designed not only for uh, teachers newer to the field, whether they're collegiates or people who are finishing up their first or second year and might be changing positions, but also for veteran teachers who might also be looking for a change. In our workshop, we're gonna be talking about applying for jobs, how to find openings, how to best fill out the application, what goes into resumes and cover letters, how to prepare for the interview, are there questions you can prepare for? What are some things you should know before walking into the door? Should you use a portfolio or not? The interview itself. How should you best handle the actual interview? What are some common do's and don'ts? After the interview, what happens normally in the process? And what do you need to do after the interview? And then some general reminders. Are there things you can be doing to prepare for an interview? Are there things you should consider when communicating with potential employers? We find that there are many mistakes that are made and things that are done right in the interview, and sometimes they have nothing to do with the quality of the candidate. When we interview, we want to get to know the candidate as the best version of themselves. So we feel that passing along this knowledge will help match up candidates with positions that are a good fit not only for them but for the community as well. We look forward to seeing you at our workshop. And again, we opened it up for a Q&A session as well. So we'll be happy to have one-on-one -on -one conversations. Next up, we have uh, Joe Vetteris talking about his uh, new music reading session. It's called What's New for Jazz Ensemble. And uh, this is always a great time. They always put it first thing like Saturday morning. It's going to be Saturday morning at 10, uh, 15 a.m. So you got you to gotta get out of bed for this one. But um, uh, definitely check out uh, Joe's, uh, Joe's preview here because he invites you to, you know, uh, sit in, come play with the, the group if you're inclined to, to come in and read some new music. So let's hear from Joe about his new music reading session for jazz. Hi, I'm Joe Verderis. First off, I'd like to thank Jan and Eric for inviting me to share a little bit about my upcoming presentation at NJMEA. I teach middle and high school instrumental music in the Creskill School District. My job includes teaching concert band, marching band, orchestra, chamber ensembles, pit orchestra, and of course, the category that fits this session, middle and high school jazz band. 
my presentation entitled What's New for Jazz Ensemble, a new music reading session, is presented on behalf of the New Jersey Association for Jazz Education at 10.15 a.m. on Saturday, February 25th. During this session, we will have a live big band made up of educators, college students, and professional jazz musicians from in and around New Jersey who play portions of a number of new releases from eight major publishers. During this session, we will cover a variety of different difficulty levels, ranging from beginner bands playing jazz for the first time, all the way through the highest achieving level of high school jazz bands. We will introduce tunes in a variety of tempos, styles, and forms, and let you know specific information about the various publishers, such as what makes their publications extra helpful to educators in various areas. With 65 tunes in the book this year, we certainly won't get to play them all during this one-hour session, but you will also receive a hard copy of the list of tunes I selected this year from our sponsoring publishers, including information such as tempo, style, publisher, range for trombones and trumpets, which instrument has solos, difficulty level, available improvisational materials, and more. Basically, I've tried to do the research for you and present you with dozens of great new releases from the past year. And the digital version of this document will also have clickable links to the recordings and directly to the publisher's websites for each tune, as well as tabs to our list of new releases from past years. This list will be available at njaje.org. I would like to thank our sponsoring publishers for supporting the NJAJE Reading Band year after year by providing all of the charts for us. This year's publishers include Excelsia, which also includes Kendor now, Hal Leonard, Sierra Music, CL Barnhouse, Jalen Jazz, E Jazz Lines, Neil A. Chose Music Company, and Alfred Bellwin. If you are interested in playing in the Reading Band, please reach out to me at jverderice.njaje at gmail.com. We are always looking to fill seats in the reading band. If you enjoy this session, please consider coming to the NJAJE conference next November, which is usually held at NJPAC in Newark, New Jersey. This is where we will unveil the new releases for the 23-24 school year. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and I hope to see you on Saturday morning, February 25th at 10.15, for what's new for Jazz Ensemble. Wow, we have some really, really uh, great things to look forward to at the conference this year, don't you think? Absolutely. I'm so impressed with our colleagues mm -hmm. and uh, not only with their teaching, but also with their mentoring and teaching of teachers at mm -hmm. the conference. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, and thank you to all of you who uh, contributed today and uh, shared something with us to to put as part of our our show because uh yeah we we really appreciate your you know um input and sharing your your session with us so jen i haven't been to atlantic city all that much um but i know you are um well versed in the jersey shore <laughs> any uh, suggestions uh as places to visit places to eat what do you love to do down there oh my goodness uh i i do love the shore i'm not like a huge atlantic city person but uh i gotta say it, it is great to be down there with with colleagues so um uh if you're going to the concert just be prepared for like okay if you're gonna leave your car at 
the concert at the Hilton? Are you going to Uber with friends to get dinner after? Are you like, are you going to, you know, how, how are you going to get around? And, um, there's plenty of transportation, plenty of Uber and Lyft and all that, that around. It is a little pricey even just to get across town from, from, uh, you know, from the convention to Caesars on the boardwalk or something. Um, but, uh, but there's plenty of transportation. You got to think it through, um, ahead of time. There's a ton of, of accommodations. Um, but, uh, a good lunch spot right across from the convention hall is Tun Tavern. They have a nice lunch, um, and some adult beverages. That's kind of fun. Um, watch out for a happy hour from your, your local, like, uh, North Jersey, Central Jersey, um, uh, Music Educators Association, because that's always uh, a nice place to meet people that are local to you. Um, uh, and, uh, uh, and yeah, go to the concert, go to the concert on, on Friday night, because, uh, that's, that's always just so good. And so, um, invigorating and there, and, uh, try and catch the keynote speaker if you can. Um, because that, that always just sets me off on a great, you know, great track to be motivated to learn something new at the convention. Yeah. And to see all those kids who, you know, we know all started in their third, fourth grade chorus, fourth mm-hmm. grade band and orchestra, and have made the music that you get to hear at the concert. It is amazing. And to think mm-hmm. that they've only been doing, some of them have only been performing on their instrument or in the chorus, maybe for five or six years. I mean, it's really amazing. So that's mm-hmm. definitely good for the good for the heart. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really looking forward to this this month. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, going to be a really great year for it should be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If any of our listeners uh, are from out of state or maybe even in state and you can't make the conference, I'm sure if you reached out to any of the previews that you heard today on our show and just asked if maybe they had some notes they might be able to pass along to you, I can't imagine any of them saying no. So I will put their names in our show notes and you're welcome to reach out to them. I can't say for sure that they would pass that information along, but they're all great people. And I, I really, could imagine, I couldn't imagine that they wouldn't send you some some notes or an outline or something. So feel yeah. free to reach out to those folks. Definitely. Anything else for today, Jen? Um, no, no. I think I think that's it. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Fantastic. folks, if you enjoyed listening to this, as always, please subscribe if you haven't already, and make sure you rate and review us. You can do that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you uh, make sure you do that. Yeah, spread the word. Um, tell other friends about us, um, other educators. You know, um, yeah. Share share what you're what you've learned uh, with us on the pod. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there um, and uh, and connect with us. We love hearing from you on on social media, commenting on on what we're talking about. Sure do. And if you really like it and you want to help us out, consider becoming a monthly supporter. The link's in the show notes. You can make a secure monthly payment and it goes right back into the podcast. We have some really great things coming up and we'd love to be able to put that to good use right here on Take a Cue. Definitely. And if you have ideas for future shows, ideas for topics we should we should get into, um, please, again, reach out on, on social media, share it with us. We're, we're always looking for new ideas and your input. So. Jen, this was a really fun idea. Thank you so much for coming up with this. It was great to see our colleagues and hear all about their upcoming work at the convention. So thanks so much for this great 
episode. Hey, thanks. I'm glad we, we ran with it. And, and thank you again to, to our colleagues for contributing tonight. So, um, Eric, let's get out there and make great music. Music.